0: Uh, through our app, and um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, associates and to God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well, uh, give website and on our app, uh, GiveLoveFi. Shall we pray? Gracious Father in heaven, we thank you again for another week that has come and gone, and I'll be here on this beginning of a new month. And this year, 2023, Lord, July is upon us. And Lord, we thank you for blessing us thus far, seeing us through. We know you see and work things out for our good and your glory. Oh, God, we thank you. We love you. The precious name of Jesus, Lord, is still powerful and is still ever present right now in our life. Oh, God bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me strength and power from on high. Your grace, mercies, oh God, in your favor. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O oh, my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus the Christ's name we pray it all. Amen. Last week I gave you the text Mark 16, 15 through 20, as we do before our podcast. I give the text scripture for the next week. i are so glad to be with you again on a few minutes with Pastor Mac. Um. Mark chapter sixteen fifteen verse starting um, to the 20th and the end of that chapter. hope you had a chance to read the entirety of that particular chapter in Mark, Mark being the oldest gospel, uh, which Mark has used to reference several writings and the other gospels. Uh, Mark chapter 16. Um uh, Next week, Lord says the same. Uh, we'll be in the book of Psalms, uh, number 105. And, uh, one through four right now, attentively, as you know, as I say quite frequently, I may be, uh, apt, or persuaded after reading and studying, uh, to increase those verses, <laughs> um, as I read, but we'll see. Right now, number 105, one through four in the book of psalms psalm number 105 next sunday lord says the same um but today mark 16 uh, 15 through 20 i'll be reading the csb translation uh you read i hope you follow along whatever translation you have uh mark writes then he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes. If they should drink anything deadly, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will get well. So the Lord Jesus, after speaking to them, was taken up into heaven. And sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere. While the Lord worked with them. And confirmed the word. By the accompanying signs. The grass within and the flower fades away. But the word of our God. Shall stand for ever. I just want to tag this text. uh, This morning. From the book of Mark. uh, Tell Pookie and T-Bone. And them. Tell Pookie and T-Bone and them. Tell Pookie and T-Bone and them. Uh, what kind of fireman would I be if I did not warn you about a fire? What kind of a policeman would I be if I didn't warn you about criminals? What kind of doctor would I be if I didn't tell you about diseases? What kind of pastor Would I be if I didn't warn people about hell? I would rather love folks into heaven, but if I have to scare them there, that will work too. What would you say about a fireman who saw your house burning down and who simply said it'll burn itself out in a little while? What would you say about a doctor when telling you that you had cancer simply said, take two aspirins. And rest. You would probably say they are not taking their jobs seriously. And I would not be taking my job seriously if I did not tell people about the place called hell. It is imperative that we as Christians share the gospel and give a warning to people who are not saved, to the non-believers, to those who, uh, some may say they are but their life and living style precludes a different scenario than the one they are verbally given what would we do as christians if we don't share the gospel we are in essence telling people that they are that they should go to hell and it is an incumbent upon us to make sure we are sharing the gospel just like if we were a fireman we will be yelling to folk get out get to safety. If we were policemen, get out and move. Let us get in and take care of the, the problem, the situation. Let us save you. If I was a doctor, I'd be warning people that whatever you're doing, stop doing it because it is hurting you and you need to be saved, word saved, saved from what you are doing to doing something else. That's what we are here about. We are here to tell folk to stop doing what they're doing and to be saved, to change their lifestyle and to do something new for the Lord. That is what the great commission in Matthew and this Mark 16 chapter is a commission as well. And whenever Jesus say, go into the world, preach the gospel, teach the gospel, make disciples. That that is a command, a commission that we should share to everyone we see and we meet. We uh, don't have a monopoly over salvation. We should be sharing it wherever we go. Jesus lives. Jesus is the way. And if you don't believe it, you need to make sure you believe it first and tell others about Jesus and all he's done for you. Mark, this morning, just to go over and drop this in real quick for you, uh, Mark gives the count Jesus coming from the grave, meeting the disciples again. And first, before I get in, as always, a wonder uh, makes me ponder how the disciples who walked with Jesus heard him say this, um, Live and not on memorex, as the saying used to say, said, I will die and rise again, rebuild the temple. You know what I'm saying? Jesus told them this, and they yet still not believed. And Jesus had to come back and show them that he, what he said was true, that he was very much the savior. It, it amazes me how the disciples can go and see all the miracles that he performed, but still have doubt. That's why Jesus said, "Though bless those who don't see, but yet still believe. <laughs> the disciples showed, didn't get it. They, uh, he had to show up and show them what he was talking about. But after Jesus get through his scolding them for a second, he tells them, listen, I still want you to be my eighteen you, I still want you to go out and tell the world what you've seen and share my name to all those out there. He said, Go tell them into all the world and preach, tell them about me. That's our message. Disciples are told, preach the gospel. Everybody's a preacher. I've said this in my series, this series of, of faithful in evangelism. If you are saved, you're a Christian, you are a preacher that you can go into the world bearing the good news of salvation to all who will hear it. Tell them that Christ died. The message is simple. Christ died, rose. Christ died, buried, rose again on the third day. That's the simple message. And now, the mission field is the world. Wherever you are, that's where you should be telling everybody. Well, those are first point, the requirements of the saints. What are they? They'll go into the world, preach the gospel to all creation. Tell the message. Go to the mission field. And and, 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 and the method, real simple, is simple. God's command go ye and preach. <laughs> go ye and share. Don't, don't make it overly complicated. Uh, Go ye is a command, not a suggestion for optional mystery. It's a call to action. We don't need to debate whether or not we will share the gospel. We are just to go and share it. Uh, That's the problem with some of us nowadays. We, We miss that obedient part of what we're supposed to be doing. And sharing the gospel is the most important thing a Christian should do and can do. Uh, we should praise and we should share. We should share and we should praise. And as we move through this life, we're to be in the business of telling the good news to others. That's what we're supposed to do. We have to tell it with our lips. God has chosen preaching now as the method of giving his message to the lost world. We'll tell the story with our lives. Well, to live, that is, in such a way that the lost people living around us will see the difference in our lives and know that God has done something for us. Paul wrote in Philippians 127, Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. That's what we should do. The message, the method, and the uh, mission, real simple. Those are our requirements. Those are what we should be doing for the gospel. That's what we've been commanded as the saints of God, to share the gospel, share the message to the world, preaching or sharing to those around us. It's so simple, it's easy, and it's so easy, it's simple. Telling everybody we meet about Jesus. That's the requirements first. That's the requirements first. That's the requirements first of being a saint. And then secondly, the responsibility of the sinner. Verse sixteen, fifteen: whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. I, I just want to hit that 16 real quick. Time will permit me to go deep into this, but uh, The requirement responsibility of the the sinner is to answer. That's why he says, he that believeth. When a sinner hears the gospel message, that person is responsible to believe that message. Salvation only occurs when a lost sinner hears the good news of the gospel and is convicted of sin and believes the message that Jesus died for him and rose again from the dead. The sinner believes the message, looks away by faith, and is instantly converted. Because salvation is a work of faith in the heart of a lost sinner who looks to Jesus by faith and is instantly transformed by his saving grace and power. It ain't a wait and see. It ain't a put down and come back later. It's not a now and later. I don't know if you remember the candies. You had some now, but you can save some for later. Salvation is instantaneous. You can save right then. Sanctification may take a while. That old stuff you used to do, you still might get into very few and very far between it should be. But you should not be still practicing the same things that you are doing. Once you get saved, salvation uh. It's not a good works thing. It's not a good deeds or good lifestyle. It's not a ritual or religion. Salvation is always by grace through faith. That's what Ephesians 2 and 8 said. Paul said, for by grace are ye saved through faith. (laughs) Uh, That's good news to know. Sinner has the answer. Sinner has to act believeth and is baptized, Um, that's what it says, who believeth not is condemned, not who's not baptized is condemned, baptism has nothing to do with salvation, baptism is just an outward celebration, if you will, an outward uh, action of obedience that the world can see that yes, they are making permanent change through Jesus Christ why the stuff get misunderstood and misapplied, uh, who want to add baptism to faith as the condition for salvation. No, no, no. You hear me say it. I keep saying it. It has nothing to do with salvation. That's why you don't get baptized before you get saved. That's why I can't let folk come down here talking about be a candidate for baptism, but you have not yet given Jesus your heart. We can't do it. We can't allow it because it's not the order of salvation. It's just the obedience to God after you've given your life. And once you've given your life to Jesus, those who are saved by grace will have a desire to follow the Lord and believe with baptism. It's just something about being saved and by Jesus that you find that you just want to be obedient. Yeah, Yeah, you want to believe and obey. That's what this combined promise of salvation and a warning. Jesus did not say that condemnation belonged to the one who was not baptized, only to the one who does not believe. And if a person does not believe, he is condemned. Even if he, listen to this, even if he has been baptized, (laughs) church got to get out of this business letting folk come down who not saved, but yet get baptized. The responsibility of the sinner uh, to act, to answer, yeah, and then to accept. He that believeth not shall be condemned. Oh, if a person rejects the salvation that is offered by God through Christ Jesus, there's no other hope of salvation. Uh, there's nothing else to use to get to salvation other than through Jesus Christ. The salvation rests on belief. Con- condemnation rests on disbelief. Baptism is merely the picture of the new life, not the means of securing it. So you got to accept the salvation. There's no other way to be saved other than through Jesus Christ. Right? he says, what we use in our text time, we say, Jesus is the way, because he said, I am the way. The truth and the light. That's the only hope for salvation. And to reject him is to reject forgiveness. It is to reject hope, is is to reject salvation. It is to reject God, Christ and the Holy Spirit is to reject holiness and embrace sin. It is to reject life and embrace death. It is to reject heaven and embrace hell. If you reject Jesus and refuse to believe the gospel, you own your way to hell and you have nobody to blame. I, I'm almost out. I feel good right there. You ain't got nobody to blame. <laughs> That's the whole point of that. I think that verse 16 was you condemn yourself. Nobody else put you in hell. Nobody made you not believe. That's why it's incumbent upon the saint to share the gospel, because you can't use an excuse. I never heard the word. We got to tell Pookie, T-Bone, and them about Jesus and about all He's done for us. <laughs> so much to tell. You need to get started now. Yeah. So first we saw. the requirement of the saints. Secondly, we saw the responsibility of the sinner. And then lastly, I'm going to drop on you, for your membrane purposes, the recognition of his servants. At verse 18, 20, and I'm going to start right here, they will pick up snakes. If they should drink anything deadly, it would not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will get well. Verse 19, and so the Lord Jesus, after speaking to them, was taken up into heaven, sat down at the right hand of God, and they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word by the accompanying signs. My brother and sister, we take careful look at this particular verse, glance, Time won't permit me to unpack all the the needed uh, details in this, but Jesus ends his words with the disciples telling him that signs would follow the true believers. The word signs refers to a token or that which separates. This word means that God will put a difference between his people and the people who remain lost in sin. Can I put something right there? For someone on the sound of my voice is that you should be different than the world. You've heard me say it a lot that we should not look the same as the sinners. We should be different. And that's the difference in these signs of this context that was written in the word of God. The word follows means to accompany. Tokens marks of separation or proofs of salvation will accompany the lives of the redeemed. Well, what Jesus is doing here, as I heard to a close is that he's given his disciples a promise of divine power and protection. this promise to be understood in the context of the dangers inherent in the word widespread of the gospel. as Paul was bidden, By a snake. If you read Acts 28, uh, 1, 6, tells of Paul on the island of Malta, bitten by a snake, moving wood and brush, and the viper came, got on his hand, bit him. The people waiting on him said, he must have got away with some stuff because he didn't get away from this. I mean, even karma got him. (laughs) But Paul never had a reaction to the viper. So then they started calling him a God. It looked and said, Oh, we were wrong. Power of God kept Paul from being harmed by the snake. But Jesus, listen, listen, Jesus never intended drinking poison or handling snakes to be a specific test or measure of faith. Because we must understand the context of the scripture written that the early church did not have a complete record, or we call the Bible, of God's words to man. Before the end of the apocalyptic age, the New Testament had been completed and man could then hold and read the very words of God. Man had a complete revelation of God's words to humanity. And no longer needed the miracles to affirm the message. They went out and preached everywhere. This means that they didn't stay together to bless each other. They went out as followers of Jesus should come together, but they came together to properly equip themselves and then go out and touch a needy world we the followers of jesus uh, should be sharing the gospel everywhere the lord is still working with us uh, and he's still confirming his word Uh, in that good news this morning uh, that the god we serve uh, is still doing it for us uh, because over two thousand years ago uh, they nailed Jesus to an old rugged cross, uh, riveted his feet, pierced him in his side, uh, put a crown of thorns on his head. Uh, but the reason why uh, we can tell Pookie T-Bone and them uh, about Jesus uh, and all that he's done for us uh, is that they took him off that cross, uh, put him in a borrowed tomb, uh, but on the third day he rose. uh, You can tell somebody around you, tell your neighbor he got up uh, for all our sins, uh, and we give it all to him, uh, all our sins uh, and griefs to bear. uh, He gave it to, we gave it to him, on the old rugged cross, uh, and ain't that good news? Uh, I thank God that he did that for us. Uh, he didn't have to, he could have came down, uh, but he didn't come off the cross. Uh, thank God he stayed up there uh, for the sins of man, uh, but he rose, uh, on the third day. Uh, And that's what give us the power. That's what give him glory for what he's done. You can turn everything over to him and watch him working out. Won't he do it? Say yes. He make a way. Say yes. He'll open doors. Say yes. He'll do it again. Just give it over to him. I, the invitation him is extended now. Jesus, if you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, I, if you would like t- to get to know I him know better, uh, and get I saved, yet, allow him to come to into your you life, man. simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, Is as simple as A-B-C, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of god and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you god bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the Lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord God bless you and we'll see you next week Pastor Mac out